Welcome, everybody. Shia number 534, getting back to our Hilchas Brachos. Okay, we want to try and put a uh, sort of like a cover on this on this Indian, which is uh, this category of possible Kissing, which is we're trying to get to uh, f- figuring out, in reference to one who sits down to plain, simple cake, cookies, crackers, and so on. I sit down, I want to eat a chiffon cake. I sit down, I want to eat, I love sponge cake. I'm going to just sit and eat sponge cake after sponge cake, marble cake, whatever the case is. So the question is, when do I have to wash and bench? So we established the fact that Mr. Brewer brought down, um, place can bring down in general, it's a question of four bayim, three or four bayim, but we said in general four bayim, four eggs worth, one should be careful not to eat that amount. Now again, again, we're establishing, we're establishing, establishing, excuse me, once again, that this is nothing to do with the pizza issues and the mazonas bread that was all separate, and even when one is eating mazonas to get, one is eating possible bakisin cookies, cake, crackers, and so on together with other foods, over there, it's much stricter, and one has to be much more careful because of the fact that they're much smaller amounts. One, our shiurim that we've been talking about the last couple of shiurim, and today is simply one sits down, and they're going to eat only possible bakisin, only this cake or crackers or cookies or whatever the case is. That's what they sit down to eat. The question is, when do they have to wash and bench? There's no other food involved. I'm not eating my crackers with the chopped liver, right? I'm not eating the ca- crackers and tuna fish. I just sit down, I eat cracker after cracker. I sit down, I eat cake after cake, cookie after cookie, whatever the case is. So, we established the fact last year. Um, Rabat, uh, Rav Forrest brought down in the Sefer on page 251, just to read it real quickly again, to Chazarov, a review, if people would normal, or, or ordinarily, and, and and we said that we established the fact that it's through this era of Avoyka, and that's, that's how the Mishra said, Lamaisa, we, we go with that. If people would ordinarily eat five slices of bread, or two rolls, for example, for dinner, one who eats that amount, in, in comparable amount in cake, uh, would have to recite Berchas uh, and like we said last year, they would have to wash and bench and so on. Um, but but the interesting thing, but he so I just want to talk about this year. What about if it's a spongy cake? Does it make a difference if it's a spongy cake or it's a more dense type of thing, like maybe a, a, a Danish, like a cheese Danish, something that's more densely put together, possibly a chocolate Danish? So he brings down on the bottom in Ha'ara number 80, again on page 251, does Rav Forrest in his uh, Sefer, as mentioned above, we assume that fluffy cake, he brings down interesting, that fluffy cake, such as chiffon, or possibly a lot of times uh, the spongy sponge cake, that's why it's called sponge cake, right? The sponge cake should be measured against a uh, against a fluffy bread, right? It should be measured against a fluffy bread or a fluffy roll. It shouldn't be measured, if you're measuring the cake, in other words, how much, when do I know? I eat good, I eat five slices of bread, I'll eat it for my supper, and that's how much, if I eat that much, that amount of cake, uh, uh, right then, I'll have to wash and bench. I eat two two rolls, two big rolls for supper, and I'm full, and I'm, that's my supper. And so, I, if I eat that amount of cake, good. So then, I have to wash and bench. But so, but but you have to measure it the right way. Meaning, if it's a fluffy cake like a a sponge cake, a marble cake, a chiffon type of a cake, so it has to be measured against fluffy bread. He brings in that's a very important thing to keep in mind. It should be measured against fluffy bread or fluffy roll. Similarly, he says further, a dense cake, right? A dense cake such as a, uh, um, a mandel bread should be, or like a, a tightly put together Danish or so, should be measured against comparably a dense type of a bread. The dense, uh, maybe possibly like a bagel, but again, it has to be a, a densely tight put together type of bread. So you have to measure it, it, it the right way. The bottom line is it's very hard um be it as it may, it's a very hard thing to figure out exactly how to do it, but if one feels that they have to eat that amount of cake and that's all they have or whatever, so that's how it should be measured. Um, now he brings down in, in number four, Taka, that one who eats the above-mentioned amounts of crackers, for example... Um, 
he brings out a very important point, um, which I've heard from from uh, other Paiskim and so on, that you have to be very careful. He says, often people attend a buffet or a pseudo or whatever, and they eat, start eating crackers. They eat crackers with egg salad and chopped liver and herring. That's much more problematic because it's a, it could take a small amount of crackers together with the other food, whereby you're running into a question of kaveh pseudo, whereby one would have to, have to wash and bench. So that one has to be more careful, even if it's just crackers and tuna fish and these type of things. It really doesn't take all that much in conjunction with what we've been talking about um, a while back. But again, moving back to our Indian, um, our subject, when we talk about when we talk about plain by itself, he does bring down uh, that in, in number four. He says, one who eats uh, the, the amount of crackers, a certain amount of crackers without the side dishes. Let's say, good, I'm not eating no chopped liver and no tuna fish. I'm just sitting down to eat the plain crackers. Well, I ate down the, the plain cake, like I said. But let's say in the case of crackers, now moving away from the cake a minute, without the side dishes, it's also required to eat uh, make a mozi if they eat that amount um, by the meal. In other words, what one must therefore avoid eating a considerable amount of crackers as a meal also, right? Since it's difficult to ascertain the amount of crackers one would eat one would eat um, for a meal or or actually with a meal. In other words, let, let's say like this. Let's say in the case when it's with a meal, it's also, it, it's even more problematic. But even by itself, I'll sit down, I, what am I eating for supper? I'm in the mood of eating crackers. So I'll take two sleeves of crackers and I'll start eating cracker after cracker after cracker. It's, it's very hard to figure out exactly um, you know, just how much, how much is it going to be in conjunction with, let's say, uh, regular supper, right? And, and it's even more problematic if it's with other foods, like we said. So one has to be careful. The bottom line is we want to, we want to put a cover on the subject today, let's say, you know, if you want to call it like that. But be it as it may, bottom line is when one is eating cake, crackers, cookies, these type of things, even when they're eating it by themselves, which is what we've been talking about, even by themselves, one has to be careful. Number one, as much as possible, not to eat four eggs worth, number one. And number two, even if they eat four eggs worth, they're eating more than that, to be careful that it's not coming into um, the amount that it would be for a regular meal for them, right? In other words, if they eat it, again, bottom line is, they eat the amount of cake, the amount of crackers that they, that they would eat by a regular supper, not crackers, but the amount of food, and it's equal in crackers, crackers, equal in cake, equal in cookies, then they would have to wash and bench. So the bottom line is, one should be careful, and as they say in Yiddish, there's a Yiddish phrase, halt cup, a person should halt cup and be careful, you know, you take whatever, well, I'm just giving a number, one or two crackers, a little tuna fish, whatever, that's not what we're talking about, but they go into large amounts already, one has to be very careful, and even when it's by itself, and be careful how to work with it. Um, and, and if they feel they have to, bottom line is to, you know, the bottom line is, I, I want to say one thing that it's an important thing to keep in mind. When everyone has a suffix, as much, as much as possible, take a piece of rye bread, take a kazayas of rye bread, white bread, or whatever the case is, a piece of pots, even Mizono's bread, quote-unquote, you wash on that, no problem at all. You take a piece of real bread, right? You take a kazayas, you eat it, you wash, make al-natila sedayim, uh, for al-natila sedayim, preferably, preferably, you should have a kabeya, an egg's worth, but kazayas is also good, but you, sh- you should have an egg's worth, which we're going to talk about in Hilchas Natila sedayim coming up, as Rosh Hashem, but one should take that, that, let's say, the eggs worth of bread, right? Wash, make al-natili sedayim, make ha-moitzi, 
and then they could, you know, eskizunta hate, as they say in Yiddish, eskizunta hate without without any problems, without any, you know, well, I'll eat too much too much cake and too little cake, and I'm eating the cake and cookies with other foods. I'm eating it without other foods. Did I eat enough? Did I not eat enough? I'm not sure. What should I do? Bottom line is, take a piece of rye bread, take a piece of bread, wash, eat the eat the kabeya, the eggs worth. Right, and then you go ahead and, and you eat a bechtechilis pras under four minutes, um, and then you go ahead and bench, and that's all. You can eat kizuntahit at the suda, whatever you want, it's no problem at all. The, the best way to do that, you get out of all spheres, and, um, you know, kizuntahit on all these meals. All the cases that we've been talking about, many, we, we've covered, man, Baruch Hashem, many, many, many different cases, is all in cases of whereby a person's stuck. All I have to eat is this cake, all I have to eat is this, uh, pasta whatever the case is. Or the pizza, what we spoke about. You know, you, the, the person's stuck. What are you going to do? Okay, so fine. So then you would try and work with those halachas. But the best way is to get out of it is to take that piece of bread and to bench and so on. And now I want to just explain one more thing. Bezbaz Hashem, I, I want to try and get into a little bit. Now, what about if somebody changes their mind? But we'll see how that works a little bit different. In other words, I come into a pizza store. I eat one slice of pizza as a snack. And then I change my mind. You know what? It's such good pizza. I'm going to eat another two slices. So we have to see. That's a whole different sugya. Um, as to how that works, and we want to get into those halachas. But for now, we'll try and put a cover on the simply, not changing mind, but simply um, all the halachas we spoke about. They they ate it, and they realized what they ate, and they did not want to change their mind, and so on. Thank you for listening. Aslach and Bracha Kultov.